Hey, and welcome to the Nobody's Famous Podcast. You think that something is difficult because you haven't done it. I am always, always grateful and thankful for what I'm going through. Stick around and join us on our journey to explore the wonderful stories of people you've never heard of. And we're back on the Nobody's Famous Podcast. We are back with uh, a special, special guest today. But before we get into that, this is a quick intro about the series. We are doing a quarantine sessions for you guys and we're bringing back um, people from across the world to talk about their experiences during this time. You know, how to better yourself, do different things, how to cope with the current situation. So that's the quarantine sessions on the Nobody's Famous Podcast. We are back with the one and the only Amin Najjar. What's up, buddy? Oh, East to West. East to West. (laughs) We How's finally it? here, bro. We finally, we finally right. made it, huh? We finally made it. Uh, it's a crazy, <laughs> crazy story, man. Crazy story. It's been back and forth with us. And, uh, and uh, just for the audience, just so you know, um, me and Amin were supposed to do a face-to-face uh, podcast. And it didn't work out. So here we are doing a, a uh, remote session together. Uh, yeah. And... Um, if you'll allow me, I mean, I'll, I'll introduce you to the, to the listeners. Um, Amin, is a, <laughs> Amin is a singer-songwriter. He's a performer. And uh, Amin has been in the music industry across uh, the UAE, Lebanon, LA. Uh, so it's, 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 a, it's a pleasure to have you, Amin. And, um, Thank you for having me, bro. Uh, it, I'm, a, I'm a fan of your journey. And uh, as we said, like, I wrote a, a blog post about uh, Amin a long time ago to, to showcase and shed light. To showcase and shed light on your journey and, and, and your, your, your obstacles and what you're going through. Um, but maybe it's better in your own words. Can you maybe just briefly tell us what that journey was like? Uh, the journey, the, the journey, I'm a, pretty much, I must, um, started out with Etihad Airways, was working with them in marketing, handling the brand for about three to four years. And then I left, hopped on a plane, went to LA and then became a full-time songwriter. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds. Uh, and now I'm a full-time songwriter and, uh, where I write songs for other artists whether in the US or here as well as I just launched a company called song ads where we write ads in the form of songs so just everything everything to do with just lyrics melodies and creating songs it's what I do full-time now full-time and 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 you never had this idea of like maybe I'll have a plan B just in case (laughs) that's the thing no I never had that Uh, I should have had that and I always encourage people to have that like you should always have a financial uh, road you know like a plan plan a and then focus on your dream is like a plan b but go full on it and then once once that works you can kick the plan a out out the door and then focus on that but if you if you kind of just have that one plan and you're focusing on that the whole time things can get very hard very hard and um and it just kind of like destroys the whole art, you know, like whether you're a painter, you're an actor, you're a singer, you're a writer, anything to do with that. If you're pursuing something like, like that and then you don't have like financial, uh, financial gain from it or like 
you don't have a plan B where you're making money and then you need to start making money. And then it just kind of turns from, uh, I have to make this, sorry, I want to make this to, I have to make this. And, and that's where it kind of destroys the art. So you yeah. got to be extra like careful here. Uh, always, always have a plan A, focus on your dream, go hard on it, go hard. And then once it works, kick the second one out the door, the first one out the door and just focus on that. I would like, I've, 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 left Ittihad and then followed songwriting for three years straight so I've never had a plan B. What I did have is a lot of time on my hands. I had a lot of like um, time to write songs, time to learn about song writing and read books and just listen to music and just uh, become better and better faster but psychologically it was very 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 tough man uh, so I don't encourage anyone to go down that exact road. <laughs> Always have a plan, plan B, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in a way in your side of the, the, the story, and where like I like to have maybe two things, and when I can say maybe my passion is okay, this is it, let's let's do it. But there's a lot of people who will say actually no, if 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 you are if you really like something, just you know drop drop everything. And Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. But just always always have a backup because it creates. A sense of value for you because like when you're when you're pursuing a dream most of the time it takes a lot of time and most people are not patient for mm -hmm. it you know and you got to be consistent and patient and sometimes like it just comes there and then it just drops last second and then you go crazy and then so so on unless you're psychologically strong and calm and patient yeah you're gonna need something on the side you know and just like you you know you just ha have that amazing show going on and you have another thing going on and maybe maybe more that i don't even know about you know but uh you you know it's just not like the only thing yeah. but then once it kicks off proper i'm i'm sure that's that's where your your heart is you know yeah yeah no that's great advice uh, i mean um i know, another, uh, I, I, I know. <laughs> another question for you so people they say about you and you say also uh, uh, as a way to keep yourself going is songwriter of the year can you can you uh, elaborate a bit on that? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not really songwriter of the year, but what I do is I like to like from 2019, I put a Grammy award on my wall, uh, designed by by my good friend Karim Tamerji, which is a platinum uh, Grammy record of the year. I think I was songwriter of the year 2020. Have it on top of my my wall, change my bio and into that, and then. Every year, if I don't get it, I put it the next year. Because I'm all about, uh, if you see it in your mind, you can grab it in your hand, you know? So it's all about like uh, seeing it there and just working towards it and then putting these crazy ass goals that are so crazy that if you reach half of it, like if you reached half halfway, you reached far enough, you know? So uh, I'd always yeah. put such a goal there and then one day, one day it'll happen. I, and so. I, I think that's um, that's a good way of looking at it. I think a lot of uh, people, not just necessarily musicians nowadays, say they have to achieve the best uh, thing right now. They don't see maybe like, maybe I can just do a little bit better daily and it doesn't have to be songwriter of the year. But if I did 10 songs more than I did the year before, and then that's good enough. You are... Um, an unknown person, let's say, uh, like like a not so famous person, in a world of famous people. Like you're known, 
But in a world of famous people compared to them, it's a bit different. What, what do you fact. think about that? <laughs> what do you think about that? Personally, I love it, man. That's uh, the reason why I became, uh, I pursued that because I've, I've performed like before and uh, and was was my own brand you can say and i performed on stages opened up you know good good shows for well-established people and stuff but i always felt i was more starstruck when i met the songwriter way more than when i met the the, the actual singer so when you'd see a song for rihanna ariana grande justin bieber i always say who are the team that's behind uh behind that you know and then i'd always like for example shows like friends when you when you watch shows like Friends, I'd always go in and like Google, uh, you know who's who's the team that's sitting there in the room just writing everything down. Like that's what interested me the most. You know who who are the ones creating? You know, so I always wanted to be that, and I never liked the whole media and then everything that like came with it and the stage and then the getting ready. Performing was was beautiful. It was a, it was a beautiful thing, and I and I would still love to do it. And I all and. It's always going to be here, but I always liked the songwriting and I felt like I could always do more than just write. You know, I could like do, do the melodies, do the lyrics, write the whole song. I know so much about the art of song songwriting and just what makes a song hit and, and what doesn't. You know, why, why songs have been number one eight weeks in a row and why songs don't. You know, it's like a science to it too. You know, it's like a science to it as well as just a passion but when you mix them both uh that's that's where it gets interesting you know i actually didn't realize that there's a science to hit making or like to write hit making music um oh. like oh, for there is. <laughs> i didn't even realize that i mean it's 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 kind of crazy to see like uh i mean in the world that we live in is that people don't really know like the, the greatest writers of the office or friends. People don't know these people. They don't know that um, these people wrote Umbrella for Rihanna or, or this song for Justin Bieber. It's, yes. it's, it's crazy that a lot of that credit goes to uh, somebody that nobody knows. I mean, this name is not well known at all. Uh, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's known there and then you're the one, yeah, 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 and it's, it's, it's I, I was, I was surprised when I just went there and they throw you in rooms with other, other writers and sometimes we would do two to three sessions a day, like they throw you in with, with this person and this person and then you just write two or three songs a day and realize that co-writing is so much more powerful than writing, like you have to start writing but then you have to, you have to like, any, any writer, any, any singer or, or artist should definitely keep his ears open to, the experience of co-writing a song because that's a whole other experience than just solo writing. Solo, solo is one thing, but when you get used to it, it gets kind of hard to, to sit in a room with another creative and then create something, you know? So that's also what I learned uh, there is that they just write and write and jump from room to room and write so many songs a day. And uh, it's just, it's work, man. It's, it's yeah. a lot of work, you know? Yeah. And I love it. That's amazing, man. I mean, um, I want to I wanna touch on that a little bit more, like to give some of the audience, like some, some of your valuable advice on that. So, so we've had a couple of musicians on the show and uh, we have uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of musicians that, you know, follow the show as well. And they're working hard, like during the time that we're in right now to create some kind of momentum because 
nobody knows what's going to happen in the future, right? Um, what what advice would you give them during this time? Like, if they have to recover from, you know, they feel like they've been doing music and suddenly they have to stop, or what should they focus on? Like, what advice do you give them? I, I personally say because there's so much time now, I think you can you can definitely sharpen your tools, man. Like, you can sharpen your, your skills. Whatever whatever is missing that you feel is missing, uh, focus on, on that and, and learn it because there's so much time on, on your hands to actually learn that and and just work, man. Like if you if you want to record something, uh, record something. And if you can't get to a studio, buy a microphone, a sound card and a program. And if you don't know how to record at home, learn, you know, like you can learn everything, everything nowadays. And it's super easy, like. Uh, I don't have a studio here and I've been stuck here for the past two or three months. I haven't, I haven't been back home and home is where like recording is and the studios and engineers are there and the whole team, you know, but just being here, I'm not, I'm not really able to move around. So I completely relate to that question. Uh, but I use my mom's phone, actually. <laughs> I use my, my, my mom's phone and I just record fr from there and just send the vocals acapella to the engineer and he just processes them sends it back to me and i start dropping stuff and creating stuff i bought a small piano here to like keep me going you know to like create the basic structure i don't uh produce music by the way i sort of i want to i want to just say like i don't produce music i'm not a music producer so i wouldn't take that away from the actual producers but what i do is i write the songs I do the melody, the lyrics, I write the whole song over like piano, basic piano, chords, a little bit of that. And if it sounds beautiful over that, then I'm sure it'll sound even better when a producer comes and drops yeah. music to it or drops, yeah. uh, drops an actual beat to it. So I, so I always like to write over minimal instrumentation, like a loop, whether it's a guitar loop or a piano loop. or So I like to do that and then send it over to mm -hmm. uh, any producer that I know and people can do that too like you can just reach out to uh, anyone that you know or, or need and if you need someone to mix it you can find people yeah, to find mix someone. it yeah. yeah yeah so it's uh, a lot of time for that you know yeah um, and and a bit of about your uh, your um, valuable experience like you um, I'm sure the listeners want to know like maybe who you've been around or who these people that that have inspired you. I mean, you were around some some big uh, big hitters, like some legendary songwriters, man. Like big hitters, <laughs> big hitters. You know, big girls don't cry. Uh, the the writer uh, genie in a bottle. And am I wrong? I mean, yeah. what what does it feel like? Like some some musicians now uh, might be listening and say, you know, I want to do a song like them, or I want to write a song like that. Like, what's what did you learn from being around those people? That you gotta you gotta try to write a song a day, you know. Uh, you gotta write and write and just write and even if the song isn't good, just write, get it out of you because eventually uh, the good stuff will like start to you know uh, pour out of you. Excuse me. And then like when you when you like for example with me it just it was a whole journey. Like I'll just say quick. I left Etihad, I hopped on a plane, I went to, to the U.S. It was the first time ever in the U.S. And it was the first time I ever went on a flight that was 16 hours long, <laughs> economy class. So it was just super 
super tough and uh, a lot of like voices in, in my head said don't go because you're here and you got a good job and a good salary everything but it wasn't where my, my, my heart was you know and uh, especially being here and everyone constantly judges and what are you, what are you gonna do you're gonna gonna write for for who like in yeah. the states and can you can you even do that and stuff and I, I, I just went anyway and I went to the biggest ASCAP songwriting expo in the world which was like home to, to, to writers like Justin's team, Justin Bieber's team, Ariana Grande. Everyone was there. All the music industry was was there. And I went and my song that I wrote, uh, it's called Good Night and Good Morning, uh, got selected out of like 8,000 songs or something, which was amazing. Went on stage and I was, and they played it in front of like the biggest uh, panel, of which were, I think, Pam Shane was there, the one that wrote Genie in a Bottle. Toby Gad, the guy that wrote All of Me for John Legend. Uh, who else? Insane. Nico and Vince, Am I Wrong? William, William Larson. All of these multi-platinum selling writers, producers were there. And that's where I started to like connect and meet them. And then they put me in rooms and, and it was just uphill from, from here, really. And then every year that I went they introduced me to, to more people and putting me in rooms and slowly, slowly you, you'd, you'd start to like pr prove yourself. And the second year I went to the States, uh, I got selected to Pam Shane's uh, camp, which is a camp that they, they, they take you to Palm Springs, which is like an island uh, in, in LA far away with like 20 other people. And uh, they throw you in rooms with uh, random two, two or three people that you don't know from across the world and you have to write a song uh, from scratch and they give you two to three hours and then you got to perform it live uh, in front of the, the panel you know so that alone was 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 a frightening uh, frightening experience you know because you've never done it you've never written a song with someone you have but not in that way and not mm -hmm. in that professional manner you learn so much on how to behave in the room drop the ego uh, just, just stuff, stuff to do, like because creativity comes when you, when you're able to just forget about the judgment and forget about because we just grow up in a world where everyone's constantly judging and mm -hmm. what is this person gonna think? What is this person gonna think? And that just destroys creativity so much that if you can just filter, filter that out and just throw out a horrible idea, there's no such thing as a horrible idea or a bad or a good idea, but if in your mind, if it's a horrible idea, throw it out because in a co-writing session or if you're writing for a movie, you throw it out, somebody might hear that and then think of a genius idea and they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have thought about it if yeah. you didn't say it yeah. and vice versa. So That's people should, should just share, you know? Yeah, they should. Yeah. Writing with them, just summarize for you, like it's just crazy because they're they're who they are who who they are for like a reason you know uh top class writers super creative and friendly people and welcoming people and they're just amazing man and and, and it's it's interesting because you you've been in this like face to face with a, a lot of these different different type of songwriters i mean um what what's their work ethic like? I mean, you've been around a few famous people as well, like Sam Martin, uh, Lost Frequencies, 
Vincent, yeah. very, like you've been around these people, like what's their work yeah. ethic like? What's the type of advice you'd give to, um, to someone that's like up and coming right now and says, oh, I don't know what yeah. to do if I meet someone like that famous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're just human beings, man. And I, I, like, I don't want to say they work hard because that's like a given. You, you, you have to work hard to like, like you, you cannot reach there if you, if you don't work hard. But it's just being patient, man. Patience, I think, and just consistent. Like consistent and just do it without expecting, you know, just do it. Mm. Especially the song writing field, like that takes a lot of time. Oh my God, to, to land something takes a lot of time, whether it's in the, whether you're writing for a movie or for like a TV show or for an artist, to, to, to land a proper hit takes a lot of time, you know. Mm. And speaking so, about uh, what people think, uh, you know, we, we did a post and we got uh, uh, some people to ask a few questions. And, and I want to share some of those questions with you, um, if you don't mind. Um, I'm, I'm going to start with a few here. So the first person is at uh, Shacksonville. And he, he asks, um, when getting feedback, how much input is too much? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> How much input is too much? It's never, it's, it's never too much. I think feedback's always great because at the end of the day, they're your listener, you know, they're your, uh, um, they're the ones that are listening to your music and they're the audience. So whatever they say, they say it for like a reason, you know, so mm -hmm. it's never, it's never too much. No, it's, it's like, it's like, yeah. I always like to like go back to that thing, but it's like uh, a fisherman and another fisherman are fishing by a lake, all right? Are fishing by a lake and then one of them is just catching all of these fish and the second one is catching no fish whatsoever. And he turns to him, he's like, how are you catching all of these fish and we're in the same lake? What are you, what are you doing different? He's like, my friend, you got to think like the fish and not like the fishermen. And that's when I fucking heard that. That's when everything kind of changed because in everything that we do, we need to think like the fish because at the end of the day, those are your listeners. Those are the ones that are consuming whatever it is that you're putting out. So feedback from them is always precious feedback. Yeah. Very well said. I mean, especially the fishermen uh, example. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I had to say yeah yeah it was it was good um very good analogy uh at samir al jabri he was a guest also on our show uh, episode 20 and he asks um what if you would uh, compose a track from this experience like the current experience that we're in like what would it sound like uh what are the main elements that would be used in a track uh, as inspiration for you know the situation that we're in right now Personally, I'd, I'd go for hopeful. I wouldn't talk about how bad it is or I wouldn't talk about what I learned or anything like mm -hmm. that. Like uh, I would, I would kind of just, I don't know what I would say really, but I would probably make it hopeful. I would definitely like to talk about the heroes, which are the doctors and the nurses, uh, medical staff that in my opinion should be walking the red carpet, you know, uh, uh, make a song called Hero maybe you know like I actually did like it was 35 seconds and stuff but if I were to, to do a song I would like to do a song like like that to spread awareness on them 
to make sure everyone does actually stay stay home while they're at work for us, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say something like positive or something hopeful. Okay. Yeah, it would definitely took all these people for granted i mean during this time and and uh, sure. if, if any way that we could show them how much we we care that that uh, and what better way also sometimes through a, a song you know That's through a song um uh, another question from a fellow uh, uh, rappers and musicians as well uh, they're here also in abu dhabi it's a group they they rap and they also have a you know a dance routine that they do break dancers as well amazing nice. bunch of guys uh, at uh, NM1, at NM1 official, NM1, no more one is what they're called. No and, more one. Uh, no, more one. no more one. No more one. And they say, if you could create a new genre, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> like, like there's melodic rap, and like a, uh, sometimes yeah. people mix rock with other genres. Like, yeah. what would yeah. you use to mix, <laughs> to mix or make a new it's, genre? Um, it's a good question. Uh, but I can't answer that now because it's it's more of like people that create genres are those that are that are just in in the kitchen cooking and like not 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 I mean cooking but I mean like the music like trying different things and then eventually they create the best ingredients and they'd be like whoa that's that's you know that's that's my sound you know and just to find your sound is something so hard like so hard to do and um, and uh, yeah, so like to, to, to say, I want to create this genre. I don't think it works like that, but I, but I think like it does start with like a thought in your head, but you got to experience, you got to, you got to sit down on the keyboard or whatever it is that you use to like make, make music, think about it, translate it, try, it might not work first, but then something else will work. So you never really know, but uh, definitely if you want to try that, you should, man, because uh, creating your like new sound, you know, like a sound that's like for you is something that takes years and years and years. And people that are 30 or 40 and have been doing it for 10, 15 years haven't found their sound yeah. yet. So I encourage people to constantly try, you know. Yeah, you definitely have to do it daily, even if you if you fail. And I think this is the difficult part is people get discouraged yeah. where they they get feedback from someone and they say, oh, it doesn't sound that great. And then they kind of feel, okay, I'm not going to try anymore. Exactly. And I don't think you should think that way. You shouldn't think that way. Yeah. Um, two more from the audience. And, and uh, um, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit. And at Stephanie HDD says, how can you continue making music if you don't have the tools at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like I just said, like, uh depends on what tools and you can always make make music like if i'm if i'm making from from my mom's phone and if i need a piano i get a small little like keyboard and i could work through throughout this time if i need a recording studio at home i could just order it online and it'll be in my house in like three three to five days at a very low cost you know uh programs or even even if you have a microphone and you want to learn how to like record you can you can learn you can learn whatever it is that you want to learn you know so yeah no like there's just so much time for it now and the only thing as cheesy as it sounds like the only thing holding you back is you you know if if you were to to say like oh i can't sit and work right now it's up to you yeah but yeah you can yeah i think uh during like um 
this time you're stuck at home, like I said earlier. Yeah, you can yeah. learn those tools if, if your producer is abroad, uh, work on something, send it to them, or bring the tools so you can learn something new, take some pressure of off them. And final question from uh, Haddad Man, uh, a longtime fan of the show uh, for two years, uh, which is amazing to me. I, I, I still find that uh, unbelievable. Um, he says, what's something that scares you about being a musician? Luckily, I'm not a musician. Like, I'm not a well, musician. I'm a songwriter. But, like, yeah, yeah, just about being a musician. I think the most thing that they that they they'd have to they'd have to worry about are just two things. One is, like I said, like um, if if you were to put all your eggs in one 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 basket and just not have a plan B, and then you reach forty and it's still like doesn't work and then you have nothing or or I don't know it's, it's just always big big risk you know so it's always good to have like a plan b with it that's just one like um if you were to put it all in and then just work and work and then and then something happens and you know it's that that's just always scary for like anyone in the arts field I guess yeah and mainly I think like the world's changing with like concerts and stuff now like I, I don't feel concerts will ever be the same again, not until the next year or two years or maybe even more where like people just, you have 20,000 people in like a closed in place or I don't, I, I don't see that happening. So the future of a musician or a singer might change and people are already performing on like Instagram live and yeah, things things are changing. It is scary, but it's just about how you like adapt to it quick. Yeah. And then you like Well, I, I think if I were to kind of respond to to your answer, the first part of it is I think what what we don't have uh, like uh, uh, an infinite resource is time. Now you have time, uh, so um, even in in normal circumstances working every day to especially like you said in the arts field like working every day to try and get to that place that you need to be you have to you have to work daily because like as you said you might reach a certain age and then you'll say to yourself i can't do this anymore and and that's not to say there's i've said it on previously that's not to say that people have become successful at 40 50 years old but um, yeah but i think like you said, you know, every day you need to work on, on your passion to make it. Uh, and you'll find out, you'll find out during that time, you know, whether you should continue or not. And the sooner, the better you will know where your path is. And it's better to kind of know, exactly. yeah, know that, that, that uh, exactly. process. Um, Most of the time you don't even know, like you could be just one place and then just end up, end up somewhere else. So just do it and just in, in, enjoy it. And, and just enjoy it, you know, like, like love the process, basically, you know, love yeah. the whole process. Don't just do it like, I got to make it, I got to make it because making it is different <laughs> to every person, you know, like some, some people would tell you, I'd make it if I'm, if I get my first tour and 20,000 people, you know, another person would, would say, I'd make it if I get to perform in uh, Skybar, <laughs> that I, yeah. I made it, you know, like it's just, yeah different you know but just enjoy it enjoy the process 
work hard and, and just have fun too, man. Like, you gotta have a lot of fun to be able to to make good good music, you know. Just yeah. have like a good time and balance. Life's all about balance at the end of the day, right? Very true, man. I think also the obsession a lot on something is also not very healthy. Um, and that's great advice. I mean, um, we have we have reached the uh, the end of the show, and and, and uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, and and with that, um, there is one more question to ask you, and and that question is an OG question, as as. Uh, as Hadad Man put it in, in our live session OG the other day, question. an OG, OG question. And the question is really, um, what does uh, Nobody's Famous mean to you? You know, we've talked ah, about I love the name, bro. I, I, actually, I actually love the name. Uh, I think it's a super unique name. And just from, from the name, you can tell that, it, uh, that your, your show offers a platform for anyone to just get on famous or not famous and kind of speak about what makes them special, you know? So I think it's a platform that, uh, because like people, people always say, uh, you, you know, you gotta be uh, famous to be special, but you don't like you can, everybody's got, got that spark and got something that most people don't even know about. And your platform offers that for them to come and like speak and, let people know about what, what, what they do and then how, how they can like contribute and people would know and then connect people together. So it's way further than just, just, a, just a show, you know, and the name is crazy. I love the name, bro. Nobody's famous. Damn. Nobody's <laughs> famous podcast. That's, that's catchy, bro. And it all starts with the name, you know, you got like mm-hmm. a catchy name with like a, with like a catchy, um, I forgot the word, but yeah, no, like the whole the whole name is just great, and the concept behind the show shouts out to you, man, and the whole team, really, because uh, like I remember when you first launched, and then now to see where 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 you know where where you are now, and how many podcasts you've done, and how natural you are on the on the microphone, and I never like I've always uh, knew that you were like that, but I but I never linked that kind of. Uh, I don't want to say job, but like thing, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. to be behind the microphone and interviewing people with, with, with you. So I guess that's just something, I'm not sure if it was something you wanted to do as, as a kid or just grew up and just learned like, yo, I actually love, love this. And then, and then started, you know, and then expanded and now to see where you're at and bravo, brother. Thank you, buddy. I mean, <laughs> thank you. We got we got applause here. I mean, thank you. I mean, I mean, it was it was in a way kind of by mistake. I, I, I didn't. I was always looking for something. I said this on the show so many times. But say it again. I, say it again. I was always let him looking. Know. <laughs> I was always <laughs> let him know. Let him know. I always um, <laughs> was looking for something outside of me, and I didn't realize that um, that uh, talent uh, or. You know, I had a voice that I could use to to speak, and what I was looking for was actually it was within me. So that's kind of my parting advice, also for for um, you know uh, people who may be listening. Is sometimes you might be looking for something that is, you know, it's in that job or it's in that startup or it's in that business or it's in that friend. I need to be with that friend to feel successful, or I need to be around those people. Like also always try to look within yourself. You might see that the talent is within you and, and you have the skill set to be better than all these things that you're looking at. Wise words, bro. Wow. 100%. 100%.
And um, so with that, I'd, I'd like to conclude this amazing, amazing show. Uh, and, um, and Amin, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you for having me on the show, honestly. It, it's, it's an absolute, uh, absolute ple pleasure. I want to sign us off now, um, if you let me. And it's been, a, it's been a, a, an amazing journey. Um, so this has been the Nobody's Famous Podcast. We are signing off. You can find us on uh, Anrami, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I used to say, you know, don't watch us while driving on YouTube, but you're at home now, so you can watch us on YouTube. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And this has been the Nobody's Famous Podcast, and we'll be with you all the way.